Hey, this is my best friend Carolyn. And this is my best friend David. We're a couple of vodka lovers. With a codependent relationship over a decade long. And this is Will Will and and Grace Grace and Vodka. Vodka. Cheers. Okay, we have a lot. We have a lot to get to. We have a lot to get to, David. We have a lot of things to talk about. We have a lot of thoughts. We have a lot of feelings. Hi, how are you? Hi, how are you? I am fine. How are you? Um, really good. Really good. Tired. I tell you what, can I tell you why I'm tired? Why are you tired? So I have like, I don't know. I've been having a fine couple of days, like feeling super normal and cool and nothing extraordinary at all. I've been getting plenty of sleep. I have not had too much to drink. I like, I've been getting good exercise. I'm so tired today and yesterday. And I'm like, why am I so fucking exhausted? And I realize I haven't had bread or pasta in like six days. David, you need carbs. Carbs are energy. I know. And I'm like, oh. I mean, I've had a ton of like, I've had carbs in the form of like lots of vegetables and like rice and stuff like that. But like those really like, I don't know if they're simpler or more complex, but like flour. I need flour. (laughs) And wheat. And my body. Some wheat. Some wheat, a wheat product. A wheat product. Um, and like I've had like grains and stuff. But and it why? wasn't intentional at all. It really wasn't. It was just like, okay. Well, I mean like my boyfriend's out of town. So I'm like eating just for myself. And like I'm not like trying to make healthy choices or anything like that. I'm No, but really it's a not. lot easier when there isn't a, forgive me, uh, David's boyfriend, a, but um, a, a pickier <laughs> partner involved. Uh, right. Right, because, like, he's, like, he's very much, like, a pizza default, uh-huh. which is great. We love pizza. Everyone loves pizza. But I'm not, you know, even though, like, that's my family and that's how I was raised. And, like, yeah, clearly, though, it's what my body has become accustomed to throughout my life <laughs> and needs it because I am, like, so tired. I've had the normal amount of caffeine. I've had a good to average sleep. Um and exercise. But you forgot to eat a toast. You love toast. To- what are you doing? No, I haven't been having toast in the morning because I wasn't able to get my favorite bread. Okay. At the well. store. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm not going to get other bread because then that will be disappointing toast. I'm just going to wait for the bread that I like to be back in stock. Wow. No compromises for you. That's great, I David. No, 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 no. I refuse to compromise that's where-, very, that's where it counts. I mean, that's great. I agree. Couldn't agree more. What are you drinking? I have, um, I, I took this glass here mm-hmm. and I filled it We're with ice. Kind and of then, the same glass. Sort we of. are a little the bit. ridges. Uh, and I, I filled it with ice and then I put in a liberal amount of vodka. Oh. Okay. And I have this, um, not sparkling ice brand, but Signature Select, the jewel brand mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's black raspberry. And I tell you what, it's delicious. That is a rich... A uh, color, I, isn't it? It's so yummy. On that, on that, on that, it, it's beautiful. I love red dye number three. <laughs> I am having vodka. I'm with... I'm so sorry. It's red forty. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for clarifying. You're welcome. Um, Go ahead. What are you having? I'm having vodka with uh, grapefruit bubbly, as is my want. As is your want. I'm glad we're both back on our bullshit this week. Yeah, thank God. I mean, I just didn't need I okay. There's so much to discuss. There's so much to unpack with this episode mm. that I didn't need any superfluous cocktail ingredients muddying my brain and distracting me, honey. Okay. 
I, I, I need you all to prepare yourselves. This yeah. is the episode of like people giving each other just the worst advice. Yeah. The least holding uppingest advice. That's what I had to say. Why don't you bring us into the episode and okay. we'll chat. Let's do that. Okay, so we're on 808, 808's and Heartbreak, um, titled <laughs> Swish Out of Water, original air date, November 24th, 2005, directed by James Burroughs, written by Kirk J. Rudell. The summary is, when Grace finds it impossible to please her mother, Jack offers to help, believing no one knows how to be a good daughter like a gay son, and then there's no um, Will or Karen. Do we have any trivia? There is no trivia. None. Not even like uh, boring, dumb trivia. That's very interesting. Maybe yeah. it's because um, when people watch this episode, they think, oh, that's terrible ideas. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Kirk, I hope. Here's. Okay. Um, there are uh, 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 people of color. We have a couple of yeah. Latina tenants who. We have, have Gerald, lives. Will's and new boss. Will's new boss, Gerald. Super hot. Super um, hot. I thought he was such a babe. Um, so hooray. Yep. Yep. Um so here's what I want to say before we start. This episode does not hold up for very nuanced reasons. I couldn't agree more. Say more. Keep going. In this episode, Jack advises Grace to take her mother's insults because her mother won't be around forever. And that is terrible advice. Mm -hmm. And I do not think that that is advice that we would have, uh, that would have been on a, a multicam comedy show uh, today. And in the other storyline, we have Will going to work for a nonprofit, which is a wonderful thing, but is treated as silly and dumb. Um, and we have a multimillionaire slash billionaire who is a slumlord um, and we pretend she doesn't know. We're putting her feelings very and, first. And that is, that is my last point is that her feelings are first. Grace says Will's, you know, Grace, uh, when she advises Will at the end of the episode, puts his feelings first and Karen's feelings first instead of the people who live in this building. So I say we dig in and, <clears throat> That's me but all, all of that said, it's a fun episode to watch. Sure, yeah, I'd agree. There time. are moments where I literally there was one specifically my joke of the episode where I screamed aloud because it was so fucking funny. So many good jokes. Yes. So that's that's not this is just really, really showing the age of the show, this episode. Oh, oh, what a good way of saying that. Yes, 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 yes. Yes. So I don't I don't want because we're gonna get into it, and I don't want anyone thinking that we like hated it or or like oh, our of course not but it is a very interesting uh uh storyline for both both sides which which also i thought was interesting it's it's it, it, uh, there's so many opportunities here to make interesting points about to steal your word very nuanced things mm -hmm. items that people go through and even social issues i might say um, and the <laughs> the solutions often don't make sense and are only self-serving. So interior apartment. Interior apartment. Jack is, is sitting of, at the table. This is one of the things that made me laugh real hard. 
Jack's sitting at the table. He's 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 complaining that he need that Will needs to go to the store because his groceries are all stale and this this cereal doesn't hold any milk and it tastes very odd. And Will says that is stuffing mix. And he's like, and Jack is like, no, it's cereal. Why else would it come with this amazing prize, which is the seasoning packet? Also, you can't fool me. Will makes his stuffing from scratch. There is no Absolute. way he gets it out of a box. I had the same thought. Will Truman would never use never. a box of stovetop, even though that is a delicious treat unto itself. I do. I, I love stovetop. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. You know? So Grace comes out in a very fetching top. Um, yep. Very apprehensive about Bobby visiting. Um, but Will says, well, her hair appointment is running long, and so she's she'll she'll be here in a bit. Um, Jack loves Bobby. He's one of the old people on the street. He doesn't want to knock down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Grace does, though. Um, she does a cute thing where she asks Will to come to yeah. lunch. It's it's cute. And he right. says he can't. I'm starting my new job at the Coalition for Justice today. Um, I am the gay Superman looking for my Lewis Lane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to bisexual son of Superman. Oh, right. Now, yeah, that happened. Now canon. That's mm-hmm. very exciting. I think his name is John. John Q. Superman. John Superman. Q. Superman. Superman. It's Superman. Pronounced. That's what mm-hmm. I, David, I'm not even kidding you. That is exactly how I was going to pronounce it. Well. Because we're the same. That's that's why we should start a podcast. I keep telling we you we should start a podcast. You do. And it's like every week we meet up and we do this thing and like we should really record it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's so insufferable podcasters being like, we should start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to keep saying it, though, because you know what, bitch? We've been doing it for four years. Because it's cute. And we're cute. We're adorable. It's only when other people do it. You're here. You're listening. If you think, we're, if you, if you think we, we are insufferable, turn us off, bitch. I'm just kidding. Please keep listening. Don't turn us off. Please keep listening. <laughs> um, uh, don't uh, listen to him. Don't listen to me. I'm a That's fucking my... idiot. But do listen in that your headphones are... Okay. So, uh, wow. <laughs> Karen enters. Jack. No, wait. I skipped something. Jack, Jack is, is going to join her for lunch because he loves Bobby. He's eating the stuffing. He he wants, hmm, suddenly I want roast turkey and a parade. Like, it, it right. is so funny. It's, it's so, so funny. Silly. Yeah. It's silly. Yes. Um, is the game on? Then, then Karen walks in and says she needs something from Will that is not pee. She wants her staff to learn how to spot terrorists. So can he run through the men's with a backpack on? Which at is least is gross. It's questionable at best. At least it's backpack and not like uh and some joke Put about on an a ethnic turban costume. or something. Right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Which Pause. is seek. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um I Karen was racist in this episode. Karen's racist in this episode. Very. I think that I I, I want to mention also a thing that I always lean on really hard when Karen's being racist, and that is that the joke is on her. In this episode, it's not. It's not. And that's and that's why I feel like we're not laughing at how ridiculous Karen is for being a racist yeah. old like nag. Where we are, we're laughing at somebody implying that Karen might not have the best interests of, of others at heart or that the best interests of people who pay her money to live in her slum matter. 
in the first place, but we will get to that. Um, so. Uh, Karen is sorry that Will has a, has a job at a nonprofit. And Jack is like, I think it's inspirational what he's doing. I'm feeling really thankful today. Is the game on? <laughs> and we go to credits. Um, we're still in the apartment. And Jack and Grace are alone. Uh, and Bobby's in the bathroom. She's, she's not come out yet. And Grace is like, okay, we need to go somewhere very quick for lunch. Quick lunch. Quick lunch. Quick one. In and out. Um, uh, because she does not want to spend that much time with Bobby. Uh, Bobby then, of course, comes out. Ding, ding, ding. Uh-huh. Yep. Please go for it. Okay. Number one, Debbie Reynolds. Uh-huh. We bow down to the yeah, queen. Mm-hmm. But she is wearing like a deep brown suit with like this wrap, uh, fur wrap over her shoulder, which if we know anything about Bobby's wigs is probably fake, yeah. but it looks very soft yeah. and she looks amazing. And she's got her, her brooch on the other side of mm-hmm. on her lapel. Like she just looks stunning and I love it. And it's Debbie Reynolds. So she had to be a ding ding. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. Thank you for, thank you for taking that one. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Took one for the team, David. It was really hard. I know. I know you, that was begrudging. Um, uh, so Bobby is like, "Oh, Grace, are you going to change for lunch?" And you know, like dig, dig, dig in the way a mom does. And uh, Grace is like, "No, mom." I would like to. I would like to push back on that. Well, please, yes. In a, in a way, a mom does. No, moms should not do that. No one should do that. Correct. Correct. I only meant in the sense that, like, this a sitcom mom, this sitcom mom does mm-hmm. that, right? Um, and Grace says, "No, this is a very expensive top. It costs more than your wig." <laughs> um, and the the joke of the episode for me now occurs uh, when Bobby says, "But I love that I can. I love that they're at a discount. You can just throw them in the dishwasher." <laughs> And Jack finds a corn cob holder. Uh, <laughs> it's it's very funny. Uh, Bobby wants to go someplace nice for a change, and she makes mm-hmm. a dig at not having any grandchildren. And Jack literally holds Grace back from attacking her. It's very funny. Right. Um. So, so then we go to the Coalition for Justice. Which is a real thing. I mean, it might not be what they were referencing, but there is a coalition for justice in like Brooklyn and and oh, neat. Other places. That's yeah. great. Um, <clears throat> it's a sad little office. It is, and Very, Gerald, eighties. Like, his boss is handsome. Yes, he is. Uh, there's this really funny bit that happens where Will is like very clearly trying to like love the office yes. that he's in. And 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 just like be enthusiastic and go in like wanting to do a good job and be in th- be be in a good headspace about his new job. I think Will is very much in the right most of this episode. I agree. <clears throat> um, and and he leans on the desk and it sort of tips over and his boss is like, "Careful, that one only has three legs." Um, and he's like, "Oh yeah, totally. No, I love that about this. Uh, my last job, all the desks had four legs. It was like <laughs> asses." <laughs> I liked that one too. That Stupid. made me laugh real hard. <laughs> so his boss hands him a, a folder, and it's a case. It's a tenants' rights case, and he's like, "Great, what what monster am I taking down?" And of course, it is Karen Walker. <laughs> 
yeah. of Walker Inc. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't say Walker Inc., but you know. Right. Uh, so Grace is, they, she and Jack walk back into the apartment and Bobby is finally gone. And Jack, it turns out, is appalled by how Grace treats her mother. Mm-hmm. And Grace is like, didn't you hear the constant insults? And he's like, well, I mean, most of them. She should learn how to hold for laughs. laughs. Good, good joke. I love the way Jack um, like throws his, <clears throat> slings his leg up on the couch in this. In this yes, it's funny. With you, Mister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really good. And he he says, one day she'll be gone, and you'll have to learn hear how much you suck from her ghost. And it's this is the bad advice part. Here comes the first piece of bad advice that someone gives someone else. Yeah. Like, uh, he says, he's a gay son, so I'm a better daughter than you. There's no one who knows how to be a daughter like a gay son. Um, And he says that gay sons and their mothers accept each other for who they are, except for the sex. And mothers and daughters perpetuate us like this cycle of bitchiness or something. And... And then he says, if she wants the relationship to change, she has to change it, which I, I do agree with. Mm-hmm. You <clears throat> you get to choose not how people treat you, but how you respond to that treatment. That's true. But he just tells her to suck it up. There's nothing constructive to say because, like, right. like he's not offering any real world solutions here. He's not saying it sounds like you and your mom have some stuff to talk about. Yeah, and or or okay. So the thing I just said is like okay, that's a real world application of of feedback that we might give to a friend who's having a difficult relationship with their parent. But even the sitcom version of that, where we go <laughs> on all these wacky hijinks and find out at the end that there's the reason for all of this is because I love you and I'm feeling insecure. We're not even doing that. It's just yeah. that like, no, you should just suck it up and take it. And like, it's, it doesn't hold water and Mm-mm. it's not necessarily very funny. Like, and it doesn't hold up to our scrutiny, which is, you know, the point. <laughs> right. Our, like the entire point of the entire series is that we would one day make a podcast episode exactly. about it. <laughs> but it just seems it well, like what you said, it just doesn't hold water. It's, right. It just seems silly. It's it's a and little... toxic. It's toxic. Oh, so toxic. And mm-hmm. like because like if it were a more balanced approach to this issue, it would be like, yeah, I hear you, but also, you know, you're being really hard on her in return. Has it occurred to you, Grace, that maybe she's just responding or anticipating your your behavior and it's actually a cycle like like we're not we're not we're not even trying to be imaginative here it's just that grace is a bad daughter right exactly and there's like he he doesn't give bobby any credit for being kind really very horrible to grace like if that's the kind of relationship that i had with anyone they'd be cut out of my life mother or not if you're going to insult everything i do that is not something that's going to hold up with me so Amen. And that is a really adult approach. And when we approach things from a just put up with it point of view, it's actually really infantilizing for everyone involved. Yeah. So anyway, we don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> so if we were like more exhausted or not feeling our oats as much, that's probably all you'd get out of us. Is uh, we did not like that. That didn't hold up. Anyway, moving on. But here's no. today, and Carolyn's had coffee, and we're on this podcast, and we I have things had to say. Coffee. <laughs> Yes, she has. I had a big coffee too, David. It was big. Ooh, where from? I made it. I'm delicious. I don't buy coffee ever. I make it at home. Mm. I do sometimes if I'm like out, but I don't really leave my house much when I want coffee. So hot coffees I make for myself, mm-hmm. but when I want a cold coffee, I just I have to not. I can't make that. And I don't know. I don't I have find the resources. Cold coffee completely sacrilege and right. uh, That's terrible. Not your thing. So I make it at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, we go over to the man's. Karen asks her maid to cut off her hair and leave it in her dressing room or something. <laughs> and Will ha- comes in. He has a post-it and he's like, "This is another box, or, or this is another help me note from one of your maids." And Karen puts it in this little box she has right. on the coffee table, which is delightfully Karen. Like, this is what we like from Karen. Um, and Will tells Karen he started his job. And she's like, oh, yeah, where you save the world and get paid in soup, which I also thought was <laughs> this was scene. <laughs> like, uh, belying what's underneath the scene, mm-hmm. this scene delighted me. It's funny. It's, and it's so obviously well performed. Funny. Right. Um. He tells her that his first clients are a building in Spanish Harlem. They live in a building. He references the Joe Pesci movie called The Super. Uh, Oh, is that what he's referencing? Yeah, it's from 1991. I don't know what that was. Um, And then she's like, oh, Marlo. He says, no, no, no. This slumlord is someone we know. And she guesses Marlo (laughs) Thomas. And then then she guesses herself and gets really excited. And Will says, I am here to give you a chance – to clear this up out of court. And then at some point, she says, slam dunk, Shaquille O'Neal. And it is hysterical. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I <clears throat> this was such a great scene. Um, and he tells her, if you sign this thing, this will all go away. And she says, kiss my A. And he doesn't understand why she's being like this. And she says... Because I'm a lady ass face, which is, of course, an iconic gif that we will be posting. Yes, 100%. Um, And he's like, well, I'm coming after you. I'm going to court right now. I gave you a shot. And she said, take your best shot, Fairy Mason. So we've got this Fairy Mason also is just perfect. Brilliant. Can't believe we haven't used it yet. So we have this great scene that's Mm -hmm. very funny and has great comedy beats and is very tight and snappy and well-written. I really love when Will and Karen spar. It makes me me very happy. Yeah. But- I well, this comes up later, I guess. <clears throat> um, the next scene is Karen being manhandled by a couple of police officers into a very tiny studio apartment that is extremely run down and bad, and she starts singing my favorite things, which will go on Spotify. So that's exciting. Oh, great. So I guess the the punishment is that if you're a slum lord, you have to spend time in your building. Is that real? I think it should be. I mean, if as I was going to say, like if it's not, how creative and 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 like smart. I think everyone should have to live on minimum wage for a month. I think mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. at least elected officials. If you're making decisions about minimum wage, you should have to live mm-hmm. like that before you can make that call. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think that 
something that it is in general Republicans experience mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. Uh, Republicans are like it, like Megan McCain is the perfect example. She oh, had a baby and all of a sudden she was like paid family leave, maternity help, postpartum stuff. Is that what's staff. going on with her this week? No, I don't give a shit. Um, well, no, all, but I mean like she's uh, come up on Twitter a bunch. Not all of oh, okay. it. Oh, okay. Oh, um, okay. But it's it's kind of like all of a the sudden they're like, oh, this thing should happen for other people who aren't me also. And it's <laughs> it's it. So I think this is a great punishment for Karen. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's. It- Completely agree with you. So Grace can't sleep because it's only six o'clock in the uh, uh, evening. Yeah. Will's making soup. Uh huh. She asks, "Will am I horrible to my mother?" And he says, "I'll tell you, but I'm going to be honest." And she says, "Never mind." Mm-hmm. Another great joke happens where he says, "I stuck it to the man," and she says, "Oh, that's great because you've been in a real dry spell." A dry spell. Ah! Very funny. Um, so, and more bad advice. Here we go. He's talking about what happened today with Karen and and the slum and paying for the repairs and staying in the apartment for a week. And Grace gets all smug. And what the fuck uh, is this? This isn't Grace Adler. No, and and like is like spooning soup into her mouth and is like, is that really how you wanted this to go? Um. Uh, didn't you say that you took this job to be more compassionate? She Seems like maybe Karen's, you could start with your friends. She calls Karen's sentence harsh? Yeah. She's not, not in fucking prison, Grace. No, you think that repairing the that building where human yeah. beings live and pay for is harsh? Bitch! <laughs> <laughs> this is where it all started really falling apart for me. I couldn't believe not- my ears. I couldn't either, David, because this, number one, it's not Grace. It's not, no. She, honestly, I believe that Grace Adler would have been delighted to think of Karen in a crappy apartment. Having to, like, you know. And furthermore, being like, like, duh, people live there. Right, and that's like, the thing. Like, we aren't centering this on the people who live in this terrible building. Right. And it's gross. <laughs> I, I like. It's all like, oh, poor Karen. She has to go live in a place where people live every yeah. day. And like, I kept thinking at this point in the episode, the first time I watched it was, I kept thinking that there would be a moment that we would have a little bit of a come to Jesus for Karen or like me too. Will would show up back there and she will have fixed things and understood and learned something. But like once this grace conversation happens, I'm like, Oh no, the perspective of this episode is no regard whatsoever for the real situation that they're referencing. Exactly. Um, And, mm-hmm. and so it's, and, and for that reason, it like get the rubber stamp out does not does hold not up. hold up does not hold up because I think anything being written today about a multimillionaire owning a building not knowing how her tenants are living and like regardless of whether or not Karen knew that it was like that like I don't care no nope. if you own a company that is doing shitty business practices regardless of what it is. 
mm-hmm. you should know and feel bad about it and should be subject to living in the shitty place that you manage. Um, did any of and those words make sense, David? I've had yes, 100%. That was very good. And I have more <clears throat> to say soon. Yeah, me too. Um, so, uh, uh, um, my will notes then are immediately, so mean. <laughs> will immediately, it immediately buckles. No pushback like, at right, all. Too I grace. Go. Oh, it, it's ridiculous. It just, David, it did not feel in character for either of them. Because no, Will, Will is, is not so, himself either. Because Will is unbelievably stubborn. Yep. And yep. he would not just give in so easily to Grace, whom he thinks is wrong all of the time. He has no trouble he thinking is Grace's advice is stupid most of the most right. days. He like, is Mr. I'm right about everything. And he just caves immediately in this scene where Grace is not herself. Like, it just doesn't fit. It doesn't hold up. It's bad. It's It's not. This isn't right. This isn't right. This isn't right. Okay. So Grace tells Jack she wants to be a good gay son. And, uh, oh, ding, ding, ding. We're in Jack's apartment. apartment. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. Um, there, I, it may be true that I have used this as a fashion moment before, but we so rarely see Jack's apartment that it it bears repeating. There is a carousel of CDs on his counter. You have Um, used that as a fashion moment before, but I support you doing it again. I just, I love it so much. It's such a relic. It is. And and like it, it it it's so silly to look at like ooh, can you fit 40 albums on there? Wow. wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Oh my god, I loved organizing my CD. Oh god, what a good feeling that was. I had one of those that like, was. super tall ones. Oh, everything was mm-hmm. alphabetical order mm-hmm. and by genre. Oh. And the genre was pop and musical theater. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Those were the genres that I yes. had, to be clear. <laughs> a couple classic rock, because I am a child of my father's. Um, I remember your uh, book of CDs in your car. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Um, we are, we are that many that. old. Yeah. Oh, God, you should. You should. Yeah. I am sad that I don't have mine anymore, but yeah. I didn't have a choice. It did burn in a fire. It did burn and melt. Um, But uh, anyway, physical media. Oh, I love physical media. I love it. I'm so old school. Buy physical media, everyone. Okay. Barf. David, barf. Um, Okay. So (laughs) we're in Jack's apartment with his Mm -hmm. fabulous CD carousel. And he's telling her, don't take the bait when your mother provokes you. And that makes me so mad. It was very triggering for me specifically. I can absolutely understand why that would feel shitty. I have a lot of reasons why, and I will tell you them off mic. (laughs) (laughs) But, but like, if I may, it's not about any one, like, member of your family necessarily. It's about the fact that throughout, this is me speaking for you. I will cut it if you like. Throughout your life, people have told you to stop being who you are and stop to to stop having opinions and to stop pushing back on things that are are that that like aren't right 
in some way. And like, that's been your like guiding principle. And it's actually like a really, really wonderful thing that people should celebrate. But people instead have told you that like, you're wrong and bad, and you should shut the fuck up and be grateful that people are even paying attention to you to begin with. And so like, it doesn't surprise me in the slightest that you're triggered by this. We are back. Hello. David made me cry in a really nice way. <laughs> and so we just had to therapy for a little bit because but we were both I, licensed I think it's professionals. We are. Yes, actually, I am uh, working on my LCSW. But um, I think it's a thing that lots of people can relate to. Don't you? I do. I do. Like, lots of women in particular. Well, especially, yeah, that that is accurate for sure. Um, but yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, a lot of people are told to sit down, be quiet, don't say your truth. You don't have to be so loud. Shut up. Um, don't oh, stand up for yourself. You're still here. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is, is what basically Jack is telling Grace to do. But my favorite joke of the, my joke of the episode happens. <laughs> and he says, okay, <laughs> what I'm going to do is become... Your mother. It's, I, I, I'm so, yes, please go keep going. And he goes over to a little console or something and he says, okay, I'm Bobby. (laughs) I'm this, I'm that, I'm this. And he leans down and he says, and I'm Bobby. And he pops up and he's got a Bobby wig on. But the, 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 the real joke is Grace screams. (laughs) Like, not even like an ah, but like a high-pitched actual horror scream. It yes. is hilarious combined <laughs> with the visual of Jack in the wig. It is so fucking funny. It's so fucking funny, yes. Um, and so he he's he's comes over and he sits with her and he lobs insults at her. He just starts going in and he's like And then he trying starts to hitting her. Right. Or like and flicking. He's... He's flicking her chin. Right. Uh, 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 and it's 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 exposure therapy, right? And Basically. the point of which is that he explains then is that it's coming from a place of love, which is bullshit. And my note is, ugh, no. Accurate. Um, Grace calls it twisted, but sweet. So at least they acknowledge it's fucked up in a very small way. With one word. Mm-hmm. Um so then we go uh, over to the slum. It like the place is like filthy. There's like flypaper hanging everywhere. It's, yeah, it's just icky. It's yeah. icky. It's icky. Um, because again, we're not focusing on these two lovely women who live in this building. We're focusing on the fact that <laughs> can you imagine living in this disgusting apartment? Like so many people have to because they can't afford anything. And how silly it is. Because the economy is garbage. Right. And- how silly of Karen to be to be like making herself comfortable. And wow, she really can fit in anywhere. Right. Like it's just the concept is bad. The scene is fine. Uh, because then also the the ladies go up to the roof for a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> and he will apologizes for putting her through this horrible ordeal where she has to go live where other people live. And um turns out it's not so bad. She actually does know Spanish. Um I feel like we're going back to Karen uh in her grifting days with her mother. Like Karen did probably spend some time in apartments like this. 
sure. um, with her mom and her childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and what we learn is that the reason that she was being such a brat and he was really pushing so hard was because they were pushing each other's buttons. And if he hadn't come off so high and mighty, I wouldn't have pushed your buttons. I would have signed the check right away. And if you hadn't been so, you know, rude about these people who live here, I wouldn't have pushed so hard or whatever it is. And it's just about them and it sucks and it's dumb and I hate it. Thank you. Perfect. Absolutely. (laughs) Completely agree. You said it perfectly. They have no regard for the actual humans who have to live in this terrible building. Um, And then Karen makes a very racist joke on the way out. And that's that for that uh, (laughs) storyline. Let's never speak of it again, shall we? Let's not. Uh, We go back to the apartment for a final scene that then becomes a tag. Uh, uh, Grace (laughs) and Bobby are... are, um, sitting together at the table they're having dinner i Um, want chinese food right now dude what a delicious idea oh maybe i will you know okay so my boyfriend's out of town as i mentioned yeah uh i think that the solution also also relevant my boyfriend likes many pastas he likes many many pastas Uh but he has a thing where spaghetti the shape of the noodle he can't do it he it's it's something something about it he can't do it like we said picky eater i was literally <laughs> raised on spaghetti wednesday nights in my house were spaghetti and meatballs homemade everything i so i never have spaghetti anymore so i think what i'm going to do is i'm going to solve both the carbs problem the mm-hmm. energy thing that i mentioned before and the boyfriend not home problem uh eating eating the foods i want while boyfriend is not here yes. problem and have spaghetti and meatballs for dinner i mean that sounds amazing right Oh my God, this can be so good. I'm going to go also on a long, long walk after this call. And so long walk, spaghetti, meatballs. We are so avoiding our takeaways. I mean, I, <laughs> okay. So the, we've finished the scene. Grace and Bobby are there. They're, they're insulting each other. It's mean. Um, um, uh, 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 Debbie uh, Reynolds is slowing down. She is. I, I noticed you. Uh, but she does say, are my boobs under my arms again? Which was the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it's very funny. And she like adjusts, like she reaches in and she like, right, right, right. Oh, it's so funny. And then great, like they 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 basically say we adore each other. That's why we insult each other all the time, which is a terrible relationship. Do you have a takeaway? Um, oh, and my... Grace finds the other coin cob holder. Yes. Um, my takeaway is that. One of the most dangerous weapons known to humankind is the ego of a rich person. Mm. That's my takeaway. What is your takeaway? That is an excellent takeaway. I did a lot of my takeaway during this. And I think the one thing that I didn't talk about was it is okay to cut toxic people out of your life. Snap. Whether or not they're blood related. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do, babe. And do you need an auntie? Do you need an uncle? You message me. Yeah. Reach out, hun. Because um, we'll be your family. Speaking of reaching out, I believe that we got a very interesting theory on Instagram we last week. Yes. A fan shout out. DL sent us, well, well, they've sent us several lovely messages. Thank you very much. But... You also sent us a theory that that Beverly Leslie thinks that Grace 
is Karen's Benji. And like, how compelling. How compelling why, is that? I love it. That's why we always are inviting Miss Adler along. Yes, Miss Adler, you can come too. Right. Like, of course right. she can because she's Karen's business associate. And he knows that Karen is by or pan or whatever she is. And, and like, DL, spoken like a true investigative journalist. Thank yes. you. We award you 70,000 magnifying glasses. Mm-hmm. We love that theory. <laughs> yes. Um, so thank you all very much for listening. Uh, if you liked what you heard, and let's be honest, you loved it, uh, you can find us on Patreon. <laughs> all of the We're available at patreon.com slash Will and Grayson Vodka. Uh, we have some fun stuff that you can get if you support us. Thank you, Julie G, Natalie G, Jennifer But D, not episodes. All episodes are free always. Oh, right. No. Yeah. We're not putting... Like you want a sticker, you want a tote bag, we'll, get, we'll send you a tote bag and a sticker. Tote bag, if you give sticker. us $100, we'll sing you a song. <laughs> We're going to sing you a song. Um, please, please, please uh, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Um, and if whatever other newfangled podcast app you're listening to us on loves reviews, do that too. Yeah, counting down. Uh, I think we now have, I, I was wrong last week, but I think we now have 16 Wow. Wow. PJ Hankey, thank you for the theme song and executive producer Sasha Gerritsen. We're nothing without you. Follow us at Will and Grace Pod on Instagram and Twitter, and you can follow the two of us individually at Certainly David or at Care Says So. (sighs) That's that's the ish. David, do you think we got angry enough? I will let you know when I edit. Okay. (laughs) For now, though, say goodnight, Gracie.